Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Today, we have an industry vet on the line, Robert Schuler, who is the Director of Public Relations at Melissa's Produce. Now, Robert has been in the industry for more than 23 years, everyone. In this episode, we talk about Melissa's wide range of products and services offered to the produce industry, what new items and maybe some favorite items that have been coming up during the summer, how Melissa's has been affected during this global pandemic, as well as some upcoming produce items to look out for. You know, Robert and I have some really good talk just about the industry and about how Melissa's is creating opportunity throughout the produce and supply chain industry. So let's get Robert on the line. Hi, Robert. Welcome to the show today. Hey, Patrick. Thank you for having me. Hey, of course, of course. So I'm glad that we were able to link up there's been a few different virtual uh, sessions during this COVID-19 pandemic, and we were able to connect at the United Fresh Virtual Showcase. And then after a couple uh, emails and just going back and forth, we were finally able to connect and uh, start talking about having Melissa's on the show. But we also connected about uh, another mutual friend of ours um, in California. So it's always funny we talk about this industry being so big, um, but then you and I have... Uh, you know, been 30 miles apart at one time talking to the same people, you know, on different topics. So it's like this industry is so large, but so small at the same time. So Robert, I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show today. Well, thank you. I mean, I totally agree with you. Our produce industry, I've been in, in the industry for uh, 23 years. Uh, it, 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 the produce industry is a close knit family like uh industry you know once you're in it you're, you're there for the long haul there and so that's how we are are so equal in knowing each other's friends and dealing in business over the years and whatnot so it's good to uh, be um, talking with someone uh, who I know uh, and have been in touch with for uh, many years in this industry it's so wonderful yeah for sure and listen and talking about you know the produce industry and the wide range of it i mean melissa's i mean all the skews that melissa's have um everything that you guys do i say from asparagus to zucchini and more i mean melissa's has a wide range of products and services offered to the produce industry and it's pretty important Listen, I got I got I need you to tell me more about a, a lot of these products and, and you know how you guys play a part because as I was watching you guys at United Fresh, I've never done business with Melissa's through my other businesses, but I knew about you. So I was always curious to say, wait a minute, M- Melissa's, I got to get some more information. So talk to me about Melissa's produce a little bit. All right. Well, we are the largest variety supplier uh, of produce here in the United States. Uh, our products ship into all 50 states, including Hawaii and Alaska. Um, we are actually found in the top 20 retailers in the country. We do have a huge product line um, of over 1,500 different items. That includes not only conventionally, but we're also the largest variety supplier of organic produce in the country as well. 
Our main logo and brand is Melissa's. Most people, most customers know us by World Variety Produce, but the consumer only knows us by our brand, which is Melissa's, where in the word Melissa's, the I is uh, a carrot in the logo. So um, that's how we're known. Our website is melissas.com and our social media is at Melissa's Produce, makes it very easy. We're not only known for our retail business, but we also do food service and also some mail order online business as well. I was reading about that too, about the online business, uh, about some of the stores you have set up. But you are right because I see Melissa's about the carrot. That, that's how I symbolize that brand. You were so right. And how long has that, that, that been around for, that carrot in the eye? Do you know? Uh, just over 30 years, the company World Variety Produce Melissa's has been in business over 35 years now. It wasn't until about five years after the company was founded under Joe and Sharon Hernandez as World Variety Produce, that title, which was the original title on our packages, it just seemed so corporate and not personal. And literally, um, when Joe and Sharon started the business as husband and wife, uh, the first year they had a baby. Her name, Melissa. Melissa. Yeah. So that's how we became a family business. And Melissa is still active in our company here in uh, Los Angeles. Oh, that, that's actually a fantastic story. I, I love that. So it's all, it's a family business. So it's all incorporated from the family up. I love that. So yeah. there's a lot of items though. If you're sifting through uh, the Melissa's website, as I was the last few days, you do, you've got a lot of items. Um, not like I said on the website, but a lot of items and a lot of ground that you do cover. So here's a question that I always have. So within this huge array of items, you know, what are some favorites out there that you see from some of the consumers that are always coming back? Or even, you know, it's summertime right now. COVID's got everybody down. What are some favorite and some summertime items that Melissa offers that can really get us hyped up during this time? Well, Melissa is known for not only every produce item, but we're really known for our ethnic, our hard to find, our specialty items from a whole line of Asian produce to a full line of Latin, Hispanic produce and all the different varieties of chilies to a lot of the exotic produce, uh, fruits and whatnot. We're known for some really unique varieties from your largest of the all fruits, like the jackfruit. These jackfruit get up to 100 pounds. However, you're not gonna find a 100 pound what? jackfruit in a store. Most retailers just want the little small baby ones that are about 15 to 25 pounds. But we also carry items that are exotic from all over the world or even grown domestically like cherimoya, passion fruit, mangosteens, star fruit. These are fruits not only that we grow domestically, but we follow the season, can go below the equator and find it in season in another country below the equator. And that's how we're a company who's known for making produce available on a year round basis. For the 1500 items that we do carry, some are still highly seasonal and have not been available on a year round basis, but we're sure trying to do that. Well, it's on demand. Everybody wants this uh, 365 days a year. You know, it was interesting to me uh, when I worked for a large corporation, 
that I found out that most of the asparagus that, you know, that people buy in the stores is from like Peru or Chile, right? There were, you know, that there wasn't so much asparagus. Everybody maybe thinks that all hundred percent of everything's grown local, right? But it's grown, you know, it's not, you know, surprise. Sorry if you didn't know that, but uh, all the stuff in the grocery stores is not, uh, is not grown local. So you're right there. There's, you know, to make these things year round, uh, there's a lot of processes involved to get these products over there. And with 1500 SKUs, I can imagine that your sourcing team is a, is a large, large item, right? I mean, that's probably a big hit on the bucket list right there is being in that procurement team for 1500 items, 365 days a year. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, that's a lot of items to procure for. I mean, yeah, being, being based here in California, we grow a lot of products uh, in the Central Valley alone or in Southern California there. But yeah, there, there are items that um, we just don't have the weather to be able to produce 365 days out of the year. For example, what you were just talking about, asparagus. Asparagus in California... Uh, or domestic for that matter, is um, late spring through uh, mid to late summer. Um, now it's starting to get too hot. So yes, you, we, we've been getting uh, Peruvian uh, asparagus for decades now. They supply not <laughs> only the green, but also the white and the purple. The white and the purple, not necessarily really grown in California. Um, but yeah, we, we have to rely on other places to have the um, right soils, the right climate, the right weather to be able to grow that. And because asparagus is demanded on a year-round basis, we have to look to below the equator or in the areas where it is temperate and able to grow on a year-round basis to satisfy the demand of these particular fruits, in this case a vegetable, uh, for year-round. Yeah. You know what? And, and that is, that's one of the things that everybody's departments are probably getting larger, especially during this global pandemic that we're in. I mean, think about it. If you didn't source from one location before and your operations has completely shifted during COVID-19, you're probably looking for new ways to either create new product lines, bring new product lines in, sustain product lines, you know, and, and actually, you know what, that brings me kind of to a question I have for you. I mean, how is Melissa's doing uh, during this pandemic? Because some people that I have talked to on the show, and, and you've heard it, if you're a listener, is that some companies are in the best shape they have ever been in. And some companies are completely crumbling. So I think there's a, there's a huge, huge spectrum here, right? I mean, the, the color oh, of yeah. the rainbows is everywhere, because I think that everybody has a different story right now. Everybody has something so unique. But Talk to me about Melissa's. Okay, well, uh, we are most known for our retail sales. Retail sales at the supermarkets have been very strong because people have been forced or discovered the ancient art of cooking. So a lot of consumers are cooking more at home for their families because of many food service suppliers and restaurants are not open or able to handle uh, their uh, a delivery system and whatnot. Melissa's Produce also does food service sales. Now it's a smaller part of our business and it's really focused on the West Coast. 
um, in Southern California and, and uh, the Las Vegas market. Um, and we also supply to many of the sporting venues. But as you know, most of the sporting venues are no crowd, no audience, or in a bubble. And so our food service sales um, are significantly down. Our food service across the border down probably uh, about 80% and only working at a 20% um, as uh, restaurants and food service are, are discovering ways in which to uh, supply uh, their products um, to the consumer and whatnot. Um, however, also another outlet that has really grown at Melissa's Produce is our online sales at melissas.com. Um, when the COVID kind of shut down everything and people were even scared to leave their house, online sales shut up significantly and they've been very strong at Melissa's as well for boxes or gift baskets and whatnot or ordering something specifically that their local store doesn't offer um, because we offer that option if they can't find it at their local retailer. So, um, you know, it's been good and bad uh, on the spectrum there, but um, Melissa's is focused and, and is known for our retail sales uh, here in the United States. So um, we're, we're doing pretty good, despite everything else that's going on. Well, that's good to hear. And I was wondering, uh, another quick little question. So with the online orders, are those mailed? So do you mail those out, goes into kind of like UPS or FedEx type of deal and the package is delivered just like an Amazon or however else would, right? Would yeah, no, actually it's all done through uh, FedEx. And uh, it's very easy to go through our website and be able to pick out something in particular or box or gift basket for a special occasion there um, and order it and get it within a few days. Um, there are other online retailers like Amazon that you can get our product through as well um, that have more of a limited uh, variety uh, selection. Uh, so there's many avenues in which to get Melissa's products through online. Oh, that's awesome. So again, so you're developing a couple new ways of doing business, or maybe they were in development. And like you said, during the pandemic, launched them and starting to see some new visible sales through that. And that's good because we got to find a way to connect the produce industry to the consumers. I know we do that now through a lot of retail outlets and through the food service industry. Uh, but again, if this pandemic gets any worse, we're going to go backwards, not, you know, before we go forward. So it's always good to have an outlet for these products. Cause you've got to know there are probably consumers and customers of Melissa's that normally would get these products from you or get them in the store from you. And they can't now. And again, we don't want to tell our customers that we're closed. I mean, we got to figure out new ways uh, to service them. I mean, I <laughs> think that um, the pandemic has definitely you know, prove that too. So, um, but Robert, this is a perfect time to take a quick break though. Hear from some of our sponsors about data insights and about products that are coming in on the market. Welcome to Terra Exports, a fast-paced, entrepreneurial, and innovative, multinational fresh produce company with eight divisions worldwide that handle fruits and vegetables across 65 countries. Did you know that Terra Exports was featured three times in Inc. 5000's fastest-growing companies? 
Terra export starts at the ground, literally, with the growth of the product at the farm all the way through distribution channels up into the end user. They take pride in their products arriving fresh and damage free, and they're there every step of the way, working alongside suppliers and customers who share in their common goal. Visit Terra Exports at www.terraexports.com, as well as following them on social media on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. If you get on their website, you can also check their availability calendars and all of the produce that they have in store. When you join Terra Exports, you become a member of their global team of thinkers, innovators, dreamers, and doers who are bringing a fresh approach to the produce and supply chain industry. So reach out to Terra Exports today at terraexports.com. Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is unique, practical, and easy. AgTools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry from farmers all the way to logistics companies. We call that 360 degree decision making day after day. Visit www.ag.tools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, back to our show. It's always great to hear from some of our partners here at the Produce Industry Podcast, but today we are talking with Melissa. That's right. Let's get back. Let's get Robert back on the line to get going and chatting more about Melissa's. So, Robert, welcome back. Thank you, Kelly. So, let's get talking a little bit more about some of the upcoming produce and what the outlook is for Melissa's. Because I know as we move through the summer, we are going to have a lot more, I would say, exciting holidays coming up. Hopefully, we're not all still stuck inside of our homes. But we start to use produce and other items for these upcoming events. So can you talk a little bit about upcoming produce items? Okay. Well, you know, we're still heading and we're still in the summer season and we're going to be heading into the fall. But some of the big summer highlights that we're seeing in our selection there are, uh, and what is most known in California is the variety grape season. We're talking varieties like our signature Melissa's Moscato grapes in, in red, green, and black, uh, to champagne grapes, mm. to jelly drop grapes, to those grapes that taste like cotton candy called oh. cotton candy grapes there. Uh, also is a great time for a variety figs at this time. Uh, in fact, uh, August and September and October is the time that you can find black mission figs, brown turkey figs, which are heirloom varieties, and those really cool yellowish green tiger stripe figs. Um, those are something to always look forward to because the fig season is very tight. They're very sensitive fruits and berries that are distributed only in the uh, late summer and early fall season. Of course, uh, what is uh, this time of the season if it's not a, one of the best, some of the best tasting watermelon you've ever had out there? And you're going to see a lot of different selections beyond your typical seedless watermelon and your mini watermelons. Look out for yellow watermelons and orange flesh watermelons as well. And they're just so delicious. And these are some of the things of these. Orange, signify summer. Orange and yellow? Yeah, they're, um, well, 
the thing is, is that uh, watermelon have always been available, both red, which is pinkish, and uh, yellow. Those are the two natural colors for them. Well, what they did was they cross-hybridized them, non-GMO, the, the yellow and the red, which is pink in color. And of course, natural color, when you cross those colors, it becomes orange. And so that was something that we had shown and introduced in the marketplace about 10 years ago, but it's resurfaced at some of the commercial growers um, domestically. And now uh, you'll find them out on the marketplace as well. Robert, I feel like I'm gonna taste a starburst. I've never had an orange melon before i am a mini watermelon type of a guy my kids love the mini watermelons and i think if i was to show them an orange or a yellow watermelon they would not think it's a fruit i'm thinking this is going to taste like a orange starburst or something i mean jesus i mean my my mouth is like salivating over here thinking about these melons that i've never even really i mean i haven't seen them i've never seen them before I, where would you where would you get i mean besides melissa's can you get melissa's online but what stores carry orange and yellow melons? Because when I go to the stores and I, I shop Publix and, and Walmart and Winn-Dixie because I'm down here in South Florida, but I don't see orange and yellow watermelons. Or maybe I'm just mistaking them as something else. If you uh, go onto our website or you email us your zip code, we can tell you the closest store uh, that would have orange and watermelon uh, and yellow watermelon in their store. We're known for that because people contact us all the time and say, where can I find this product and whatnot? And for, for a product line of 1,500 different items, not every store is going to carry all 1,500 <laughs> items, but by just giving us your zip code, we can tell you what store in the local area uh, may carry the product so you can find it. Wow. I got, I got to, I got to check these out. I literally have to check these out because I have not seen them before. And, and you know, what? I'm going to go back to the figs too, because I am not a kiwi or a fig person, but the way you were describing the figs too, I was like, Hmm, I should probably give these figs a second chance. And I, I can honestly probably tell you that those are not one of those staple items in my household. But again, the way you explained it, I'm like sitting there going, okay, orange and uh, yellow watermelons, check. Figs, all right, check. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, figs are a very seasonal item. They're very sensitive berry. Uh, figs is like the beloved fruit of any chef uh, who looks forward to the season and putting it on their menu. It's probably one of the most elegant fruits there. You just have to know how to use it, whether in a dessert or in a salad or whatnot, and how different it is from a, you know, the cookie fig Newton or dry figs, which I can understand is not as so ex exciting than the fresh figs. So, you know, next time you're out in the store, look for those black mission brown turkey or those really cool yellow and green striped tiger stripe figs that have a pink flesh. I think you just might enjoy them. I'm going to have to try. It was like the same is the same. The first time I had a date, I remember someone kept telling me, they're like, it's going to taste like chocolate. And I'm sitting there going, it's going to taste like chocolate. And then they kind of said what you said. They're like, think about it. It's going to taste like a different type of like chocolate. And I remember having the date for the first time I popped it in my mouth and I was like, oh, all right. I, I totally get it here. No, I totally see what we're saying about the date. So um, I agree. I'm, I'm going to have to try the fig and, and definitely the watermelon. 
But talk to me a little bit more. I know we've got some upcoming, uh, upcoming products coming. And I know Melissa's got some pretty cool products that are out, like I said, that I haven't heard about. And to our listeners, I wonder if they have too. Yeah, well, you know, with the summer ending, we're going to see the start of the fall produce in a big way. Items like variety winter squash, where you can find squash like delicata, carnival, gold nugget, and whatnot. Um, we're going to go into, you know, new crop potatoes of every potato under the sun beyond your russets like baby Dutch yellow potatoes and baby red potatoes like our ruby golds or baby purple potatoes. A lot of the color uh, you'll see, you're seeing with a lot of produce now and it's, it's the colors that are getting the kids to eat more fruits and vegetables. So use that to your advantage when you're trying to convince your kids to eat more fruits and vegetables. Also, we're gonna be seeing a lot of new crop onions beyond just your elegant shallots, um, onions like pearls and boiler onions that are available not only white, but also gold and red. Red are always the sweetest of the onions, just a tip out there when you're shopping for onions. That If you're not buying a sweet onion, if it's red colored or red fleshed, it's gonna be a sweeter onion. And then all the bounty of exotic fruits that the fall brings uh, and whatnot is, is, is something to look forward to. And of course, it's back to school. Well, in many what, cases, what? <laughs> yeah, back to school at home, that is, and all the different uh, seasonal fruits and veggies that are available to us. And like I mentioned, uh, kids love color. And if you want to introduce some new fruits and vegetables to them, look for the colorful varieties. We talked about like watermelon being available in yellow and, and, and orange or asparagus that you'll find in purple or white. I find that Introducing green vegetables to the kids is a difficult task, but if you introduce it to something more colorful, like colorful chard, rainbow chard, or rainbow carrots, um, you know, where you have purple varieties and yellow varieties, I think you're going to get your kids to eat a little bit more. Um, and in many cases, they'll be at home. So you're going to have to get creative at home to be able to do that. I agree. And so those are some of the things we are looking forward to in the produce industry. It's always exciting for a company that has 1,500 different items. Literally, almost every day, something new comes into season. And that's the excitement that I find working in the produce industry. You know, what's funny is, is I, I sit there and listen to you. It's so true because as my kids are at home, my wife is a teacher as well. So she's not going back to school right now. So we're, we are kind of in this, uh, as I say, the new normal for us is like, it's going to be here for another year from now because we're not going back to school where we are. And, and that's what's so crazy. So <laughs> we're trying to figure out those little things. And my daughter has got so used to just going, I want chicken nuggets. I mean, because it's like one of those things where it's so easily accessible, especially during this time where you can, you can pop these things in, but you're right. It's now you got to put color on the plate. And I remember when I was a kid, uh, Robert, my grandmother, she, I remember in she's Boston, Massachusetts. She actually lived outside of Springfield, but she would always tell me when I was a kid, eat the color on your plate. Look at it. She would put the orange and the greens. You know, she would mix it in that little uh, scenario that you just said. And we were kids. I, I still didn't eat it. I'm not going to lie. I picked through it. I was like, I ate some of the broccoli, Grandma. I mean, I love my fruits and veggies now. But as a kid, it is so hard 
to get your children to eat fruits and veggies unless you you have some of those kids that are out there and they can just somehow eat celery just straight i still can't eat celery even with peanut butter or ranch i can't do it but there are a lot out there that do so get creative with what and how you feed the kids because i'll tell you it, it's it's always been a challenge right and i think even when <laughs> i was growing up or even my kids right it's always going to be a challenge but with all these fun items coming onto the table it does get pretty easy because things that we've noticed over the years uh, with, with my kids, my kids are eight and five. Okay. I've got one boy, one girl. And I have noticed that if the eight year old eats it, the five year old will eat it. So it's almost like I got to get him into the kitchen to see what I'm cooking. Right, Robert. Right. Got to get that whole That's circle it. going. And I got, okay, this is what we're cooking big guy. And then if he eats it while it's in prep mode, his sister's like, Hey, what you guys got going on over there? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then she uh -huh. do it like, all right, now I'm going to try this. So a couple things like that always, always happens. Right. I mean, and trying things even like, you know, fish for the first time or, you know, something, right. It's just, they get into it. If you, if it, they're helping prepare it and they're helping be a part of that process because they want to, they want to try what they cook too, regardless of if it tastes bad. Right. How many times have we done that? Exactly. Exactly. So, um, and you can only eat so many chicken nuggets and Kraft macaroni and cheese oh there, you know, before your doctor gets on you on what you're feeding your kids there. So the earlier, the earlier you can introduce these different varieties of fruits and vegetables, the easier it's going to be there. So no, hundred percent, hundred percent. I remember when I was a kid, I, all the way till I was like 18 years old, my parents would, were going to be like, Patrick, I'm telling you, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be in the hospital one day. All you do is eat pizza, cereal, and box macaroni and cheese, right? I mean, seriously. And then all of a sudden, like, I think it was like, a serious, like 21 years old, I, I think I started eating all these items. But it's so true. So the earlier you can incorporate all these into the lifestyles, the better everyone will be. Um, the better your body will be as well. So but let's talk about... Um, we have a lot of things coming up, you know, within this industry, everybody's trying to figure out ways to create new opportunity within the industry. So what about Melissa's? What kind of opportunities are out there? You know, what are you guys involved in coming up, you know, say through the Thanksgiving holiday? Yeah, right. Um, so, um, as we head into the end of the summer and getting into fall, uh, some of the biggest food um, promotional time periods leading up to like Halloween and Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's always as known as the um, best opportunity in the produce industry because this is a time where most people eat at home and do special things with their families and friends. Who knows how Thanksgiving will be this year because of you know, transportation and everything that's going on with this COVID season. But one of the big things that we've been uh, at Melissa's has been during the fall time is what we call our Freaky Fruits promotion. And this is a promotion that starts in September, goes through October and ends on Halloween, where we take the bounty of all the exotic fruits and really do a good job of promoting them beyond just your you know, pumpkins that are kind of the signature item for Halloween. I'm talking about unusual fruits and vegetables. What a great way to introduce um, these exotic fruits to your kids now 
so they can learn about it and, and see how unique they are to the average apple or banana or pear that is very common in the fall time. Items like dragon fruit and passion fruit and cherimoyas and those huge old jackfruit, kiwano melons, rambutans. Now these are some of the most unusual fruits so we thought we, we just put it in a promotion called Freaky Fruits and promote them through Halloween um, to give character and added uh, flavor and design to your pumpkin or jack-o'-lantern display that, that is normal of Halloween because there's such a great bounty. So we offer retailers uh, large signage uh, with the Freaky Fruit promotion um, that has recipe cards on how you create eyeball passion fruit um, recipes or Kiwano crazy graveyard jackfruit um, um, gummies. So you take these exotic fruits and you create them into a recipe that is ghouly delicious. So that is the whole idea behind this promotion. Uh, I believe we're the only company that actually promotes uh, um, exotic produce leading up to, th um, to, to Halloween in an in, in, in idea beyond just the pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns that typically people do for Halloween. Also, as I mentioned, Thanksgiving is like the Super Bowl for the, not only the whole supermarket, but especially in the produce department and getting together all the essentials items that are needed for Thanksgiving from uh, different varieties of squashes like butternut squashes to having Brussels sprouts on the stock. Um, to the many things that you put in your stuffing, like dried cranberries, or let alone uh, the seasonal favorite cranberries that people uh, traditionally do for Thanksgiving, um, and all the different specialty items like pine nuts and shallots that go into their signature side dishes that are displayed around the Thanksgiving turkey. I can go on and on, but... The, I'm getting the, hungry, Rob. You're killing me here, man. I know, I know. So many months off, but this is the time and planning that retailers are doing now um, in the late summer, uh, early fall, in getting preparation for what I call the Super Bowl of, of eating in America. That is Thanksgiving. You are so right. I mean, I hope that even if we do go through COVID during this Thanksgiving holiday or the Christmas holiday, Listen, everybody, eat and eat and bake and make as much food as possible. Like there's a bunch of people coming over and consume it with your family. <laughs> you know, uh, don't get too crazy. I know that I know that uh, obesity has been a crazy part of this COVID nineteen. They've talked about it in a lot of the PMA virtual town halls with Dr. William Lee. Um, but you know, obviously, we want to eat healthy. Um, but again, we also want to have fun too, right? I mean, this is a crazy time in america's history so we got to make sure that we're interacting with our family interacting with our people you know not just um, our work but within our lives even if it's via zoom or picking up the telephone you know i made a comment uh, you know about a month ago and it was you never know the last time you're going to see someone when you see someone right so mm -hmm. always remember i mean 
pick up the phone, say hello. Uh, this whole pandemic, even for our industry has been hard. Uh, Robert, as you know, our industry is very much about relationships and being together. And obviously all these virtual shows has shifted a lot of these relationships and it's required a lot of different accountability, a lot of different measures on how to look at things and how we do business. So we got to somehow figure out through all this to have fun. Um, one of it could be through cooking, new recipes, new items. As you said, I am still a uh, virgin to the dragon fruit and the jackfruit. Uh, there are just some things that I have not tried yet. And I'm like, I'm not putting it in my mouth. And it's crazy because I, I've tried so many new things during this pandemic that I haven't before. And that's creating my kids uh, to have new habits as well. Because as I say, it only takes, I think, uh, 17 to 28 days to change someone's habits. It takes them out of complacency. If they do it every day, they'll be out of that model and then into the next. So hopefully mm -hmm. we can create some new habits during this. Um, but Robert, I want to, first of all, thank you for coming on the show today. I have had a pleasure listening to you. I've had to drink a whole glass of water because I'm sitting over here listening to all these fruits, veggies, and items you're offering me. I'm hoping I'm going to get a huge gift box here at the Produce Industry Show, and I'm going to have all these <laughs> Melissa's, you know, all these Melissa's items here that I could try. Um, but I thank you so much for coming on the show and, and sharing your expertise as, as well as uh, showcasing Melissa's. Well, thank you, Patrick Kelly. I appreciate it. And I'm, I'll, I'll definitely send you out some goodies for you to try out there. Don't be scared. And I think, you know, introducing them to your kids uh, is a great way to, you know, kind of plant the seed uh, to, to showing them how to eat nutritious in your family. So definitely and uh, happy to be part of this, Patrick Kelly, uh, on a future show uh, later down in the, in, in the season, okay? 100%. And if anybody wants to get a hold of uh, yourself or Melissa's, how can we get a hold of you guys? Uh, more easy to be found um, on, online at um, melissas.com, www.melissas.com, M-E-L-I-S-S-A-S.com. You can find us uh, always on social media. Our tag is at Melissa's Produce, one word. Um, or just call our 800 number is uh, 800 to our mail order department and online 800-588-0151. Fantastic. So everyone, please check out Melissa's. You will know it is their brand because why? They've got the carrot in the eye. So again, Robert and Melissa's, thank you so much and we'll see you next time. Thank you. You've been listening to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.